0: welcome back my friends and favorite procrastinators to another episode of the major lift the purpose of this program is to chat with excellent musicians excellent athletes and excellent people and a little treat for you in the background with this uh introduction is a very very horny pigeon outside who is um just trying to start a family (laughs) it's actually a bit hard to record this intro (laughs) with it going on because i'm finding a bit silly Uh, Let's get straight into this episode. A quick introduction about my guest today, Josh Hayes. Josh plays drums for a band called He Danced Ivy. Uh, They were in Coffs Harbour and relocated to Brisbane a couple of years ago. I had the pleasure of working with them doing their debut music video for their single, The Verbal Kind, and Josh was an invaluable asset. Uh, Josh is just about to finish his uh, diploma in massage therapy. And after that 18 hour onslaught, I think we all needed it. He's also my go-to massage therapist when I'm in dire need of some uh, punishment, I guess. There's nothing nice about the sort of massage that I think we need after um, touring or gigs or even just long practice sessions, to be honest. We talk about the dreaded bang over which is it has a proper name it's called Rynek you'll definitely learn about that one Uh, we'll talk about hypothetically uh, becoming Mike Mangini's massage therapist for a little while and if you stick around to the end you'll learn a little bit more about what Josh plans to do with bands and with being a masseuse he plans to put both of those together as you should when you're into two things But I'm certain that you will walk away from this podcast knowing a little bit more about how you should take care of yourself, especially when you're on the road or just finishing up a bunch of shows in a row. Sit back or go for a walk or do something. Enjoy. Welcome, Josh.
1: Hey, good to see you, Adrian.
0: Josh Hayes,
1: which we decided
0: upon your name. Uh, And that's the sound of my laptop notifying me that it's not um, muted like we agreed two seconds ago.
1: Yeah, no, that's all good. We're... we're, (laughs) We got past the technical difficulties. (laughs) Great start, yes. Yeah, but we're here, we're here, and we're right now ready to talk to you. No, well, okay, so
0: my job in this podcast is to talk as little as possible. That's the trick. And then everyone thinks it's my podcast, but really, I've outsourced the labor to you.
1: Uh, Damn, okay, uh, I see the scheme, but it's all right, I'll work with it.
0: Yeah, it's sort of like a pyramid scheme, but I don't really know how those work either, so... Uh, yeah, yeah. Is it Maybe like a diamond scheme I'm at the top and the bottom That's alright Yeah. <laughs> so the reason why we're talking to Josh Which is you I'm sort of like talking to an invisible audience But there's tons of them, don't you worry oh, uh, like... The reason why we're talking to Josh Is Josh is a drummer slash, slash. Massage therapist um, Or soon to be Seven weeks away from finishing your diploma As I just learned
1: Yes, yes, that's right. I do have my certificate already, but, you know, to do health rebates and everything, I do need the diploma. How long have you been studying? Oh, geez, I've been studying off and on. I was originally studying at a place called Sage uh, Institute of pretty much where they did fitness, uh, childcare, believe it or not, and massage, and it was that huge, like, advertisement scheme where they had the commando from, like, the biggest loser saying, like, you you need to study here at SAGE. Yet did they know they were going bankrupt. (laughs) And they kind of tried to bring as many people as they could in, not really telling anyone that they were going bankrupt. So, they were just like, all right, so pay this. We're going to get you in. I think it was the first day that we actually got into class that day. They said, all right, there's just, don't don't fret anything, but we think we might be getting shut down. But hey, don't fret anything. You'll be fine. (laughs) I'm here going, okay, this is a great day to, you know, start a first day. So, um, so I went through a few months of that and then bang, went there one day and it just went, uh, you can't go up there, uh, foreclosed all overnight. Whoa. Yeah, so I was It's lucky. your fault. Oh yeah, it's all my fault. <laughs> like, how could I? But um, luckily enough, I was under the vet fee Uh, which is no longer going anymore. Um, So I was able to transfer over to the Australian Institute of Fitness, uh, which is uh, located in Fortitude Valley. Uh, I think it's in St. Paul's Crescent. Beautiful uh, campus, lovely staff. I've learnt more there uh, than I have in those times at Sage, basically. Those times at Sage being how many days? Oh, geez. You could probably maybe put it down to hours now compared to <laughs> <laughs> the amount of stuff I learned at, you know, Sage didn't really happen that well, I guess. Um, the Australian Institute of Fitness basically is a shorter course, but it's a crash course. So it will basically, it will weed out. I think we had a class of 30. I think now we're down to like 10. Oh, that's pretty good. Yeah. So a bit yeah. bit of privacy. Oh, it definitely does. Um. It's, it's just the massage equivalent of, you know, Big Brother. It's just one week someone's gone, someone's gone the next week. Next thing you know, there's going to be a surprise person coming back in that deferred. <laughs> so it's just like one of those crazy situations. <laughs> yeah, who are you? Ah, oh, Okay, now they're, now they're the newest threat. It's basically Megadeth's lineup. Oh, yeah, man. Uh, Dave Mustaine's our uh, Sunday teacher.
0: Uh, explains that. Actually, he he did get quite badly injured in uh, in two thousand and four. He had uh, a what, what they call it? They call it like Saturday Night S- Palsy, where his- Saturday Night Wrist or Saturday. Did I get palsy? it right? Was I
1: close? Yeah, I think so. I, wait, I could be getting close to like thinking of a Deftones album though. <laughs> yeah, Saturday Night Wrist, but I think it is Saturday Night Palsy.
0: Give myself a bit of a Saturday Night Wrist sometimes.
1: And I do think TISM yeah, also wrote it. a song. TISM wrote a song called Saturday Night Palsy as well. So that was that was for you. We got Mr. it. So,
0: so the other side of it, he definitely won't be watching this. Um, this is far too weak. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so the other side of the things you do is you play drums
1: in He Dance Ivy. Indeed I do. Um, I've been in He Dance Ivy for just, I think we hit four, the four year mark. And uh, we just celebrated our anniversary by just hugging each <laughs> other, having a few drinks, hugging each other again, and then jamming it out. It always More ends drink. with a hug. It always ends yeah. with a hug. You guys are very cuddly. Yeah, um, I know. We, we, we had that kind of broship about us. We, uh, the, the fun thing of getting, you know, He Dance together, we were originally from Coffs Harbour and we were all in separate bands, all in little niches around and didn't really know each other that well, except for um, our guitarist and bass player, Sean and Mitch, uh, that were great friends. We're in a cover band together. David, the singer slash guitarist, he was a wild card of the bunch. I didn't even know him whatsoever. Really? I had no idea. I thought you guys all grew up together for some reason. Mm. I just made that up in my head. No, no. I moved to Coffs Harbour when I was 17. The day after I finished my HSC exams, I moved straight to Coffs Harbour, which was, for those that don't know, is the, yeah, (laughs) the New South Wales equivalent of your year 12 certificate. Um. So, yeah, I moved there and knew nobody from Harbour And I was in another band, uh, shameless self-promotion, I guess, called The Watched. I think Mm -hmm. uh, some stuff is still out there. A lot more popular. And I think, what was it? Sean, he worked in the music... Music... uh, Yeah, no, yeah, he worked at the music store. And I think he came up to me one day, he's like, are you interested in a little bit of a side project? Like, we're looking for a drummer. I was like, damn, yeah, all right. I don't even know you, but yeah, no, this would be cool. Uh, But technically, we all really met at a Dead Letter Circus concert. Yeah, right. Yeah, without knowing anyone. It was just like the tendrils were out there in that day. And uh, years later, we supported Dead Letter Circus and, you know, told them that story. They seemed... Interested after a gig, you know, <laughs> I guess. After, after playing a show or sweaty, he's like, all right, mate, come on, off you go. <laughs> yep. <laughs> um, but yeah, I left my band, The Watched, for He Dance Ivy. So it was like Solid that little choice. mistress, mistress on the side, wife, wife wasn't exactly putting out that much. So I was like, well, I had this mistress on one side that's really creative and- The fun on the side. It's up my alley. And so the mistress became my wife.
0: A beautiful affair.
1: Oh, it's a beautiful affair. The only affair that I kind of do, you know, say, go for it. <laughs> <laughs> Good advice. <laughs> yeah, it worked out for me. It's worked out for
0: me. Um, Actually, you guys have got um, you've got a big show coming up. No, you did. Mofo is dead, and what's the other one you got coming up? Um, we've got Circus Survive.
1: Circus Survive. Circus Survive. I at thought the they zoo. were extinct. Yeah, I don't even know. Oh, like I'm the most ignorant person when it came to music around that era because I was like, I don't, I've heard the band name, but I'd never listened to them. Mm, well, I think I'm the same. David, on the other hand, just like, oh, oh, damn, we're supporting Sucker Survive.
0: And Actually, I'm we just- should mention something about Davey before I forget. Yeah, go for it. Davey has the best bum in Brisbane.
1: Dude, I I would put it up there in the top three bums I've ever seen on any person.
0: I, it can't be googled yet because i don't know why but it's something if i was going to recommend a girl i'm not even kidding if i was going to recommend a girl going to see he Dance Highway, i'd be like look at the singer's butt
1: seriously it's it's bubble butt galore like, unbelievable uh, and i get the best view every night when we play basically <laughs> i'm right there on the trumpet going okay no. <laughs> is, is that j-lo no no that's davy that's, that's davy
0: i get confused every time
1: yeah oh, okay focus on the beat i just missed a beat that's, but it's all <laughs> good but you know he's very elusive on stage he'll jump off things he'll do a little i don't know he's very unpredictable in the best way possible i endorse this i endorse it too 100 that's hence why i'm still in the band i guess
0: <laughs> so i mean something worth mentioning with you and this is this is a massive reason why i wanted to get you on on this podcast is because um We were backstage at the Triffid uh, a couple of months ago, yep. and I none of us had slept, and I'm sure you probably did, but no one in the band had slept, and we're all kind of a bit, I don't know, just a bit shot. And I was having trouble warming up, and my forearms—I've already got sort of a bit of an issue with my forearms and my ulnar nerve, anyway. Um, but you recommended this this cheeky little forearm massage, and you, you'd given me, I think maybe one or two massages before that. And yep. I was like, "This is gonna be the best." <laughs> and it was like maybe three or four minutes of just getting blood flowing and, and breaking it all up. And honestly, I, I that was the best show that I've played with with Caligula's horse. I should probably know how to pronounce that. yo. yeah, Seahorse so far, and that. Just that little bit of of blood flowing was enough to make me go, okay, so there's there's genuine merit to being aware of your anatomy, being aware that massage is a necessity for me at this point. I, yes. I've reached that point in my life where I can no longer dismiss it as something nice for my body. And as you know, remedial massage is like the opposite of something nice. Imagine that, like giving your wife for, a, you know, it's like your 20th anniversary or something like that. Like, honey, I got you remedial massage. And she's like, I've always wanted a massage from
1: you. And she goes and gets tortured. Oh, yeah, it ruins you. That's a lot of misconception of like, okay, a massage. It's going to be nice and relaxing. You know, you've got your Swedish massage, which is, you know, the whole entire, well, let me just touch you just a little bit. Yeah, no, no. <laughs> yeah. Are you feeling relaxed? I could <laughs> feel a thing in my thing. Well, remedial massage is looping up your elbow. Ooh. Don't punch elbow. the microphone. Don't. Yeah, I do not suggest that. Lube up your elbow <laughs> and say, all right, take a deep breath in. This is going to hurt, but think of the results. Pick your messiah. Exactly. But um, backstage, yeah, that was an interesting night. I, uh, we played first and after that, I was like, well, I'm definitely going to have a few drinks. Uh, then I come stumbling into the green room. You guys are backstage playing Dark Souls. I'm pretty sure it was Dark Souls. Oh, yeah, we
0: weren't doing that. You're I'm right. Sure,
1: I'm pretty sure it was Dark Souls. Everyone's like going around. It's like, how many bands are on that? It's like 13 bands or something like that. People coming in and out. And I'm just here just like, oh, all right. There's a few people here. Oh, Adrian, I know this guy. Come up. And I see you You're just like, oh, I definitely cannot sleep. Oh, it's been one of the most hectic tours. I'm just like, give me your hand. Um, so from there, I just did a bit of deep stripping along your forearm, gave you a little bit of a hand, uh, massage. Deep stripping.
0: That's actually like
1: a, I'm writing a note. You should explain what deep stripping is. Deep stripping. Uh, so basically it's, it's definitely not taking your clothes off. We'll definitely say that, but, (laughs) um, I can, uh, pretty much demonstrate right here. A lot of it can be from with your thumb going across the, uh, muscle itself and just digging in nice and slowly and going across the muscle itself, putting enough pressure on. Which uh, muscle in particular are you on? Man, any, pretty much anything. So I like to go basically anywhere. Oh, oh, can I have a guess? Can I have a guess at that one? Go. Is that the pronator teres? That's definitely one of them, sir. Oh, that's one of them. Yeah, okay. I like you. I like you, boys. So yeah, we can definitely go along with pronator teres. <laughs> we can go along all the other things. I like to do it a lot from the bicep, tricep. So hmm. basically just coming across and just really getting a nice rub. For anyone listening, we're rubbing ourselves. We're rubbing ourselves, and it's a beautiful yeah. thing. Um, <laughs> I do have practice later on, so this is going to help me.
0: So your, your experience as as far as being a performer and a massage therapist, because, I mean, most of the people that I'm talking to on this show are, are, are musicians and athletes, Ooh. No, but none of them necessarily exhibit... Um, deep enthusiasm for the anatomy side so far. I'm sure they do, but, like, you're an expert c- compared
1: to them in, in knowledge of the body, right?
0: Yeah. You- no offence other guys who are all 110 kilos and can break me in half.
1: Yeah, no, no, it's it's all right. We know you have the muscles, but, you know, you don't have to name them. It's okay. It's all right. <laughs> uh, I have to just know this sort of stuff. And I'm, I'm still learning, you know. Uh, a lot of Latin, Latin, fucking Latin. Mm-hmm. and it hurts the brain a little bit. Um, but learning the muscles, basically learning their origins, their insertions, how they're activated is a big, big factor. So you could basically say, oh, my arm's hurting when I bring it up to abduction, if anyone knows. But um, you could say, oh, okay, well, these muscles activate when it goes like this. This could be the problem. Uh, so it's just a lot of problem solving. You're a detective. You've got to figure out what's going on. Because, you know, most of the time that I've worked on someone, they keep saying, oh, you know, my neck sore, my neck sore. Most of the time, it's actually not a problem in their neck. It's, you know, their traps, their, their rhomboids. A lot of things just uh, referral pain, even going up to as high as the back of the head and the occiput. So just really working around the surrounding areas will ease a lot of the pain from thinking and go, oh, wait, what's going on here? it just works out for me. Um, But like, like you said before, um, massage necessity, I don't think of it as a luxury at all anymore. I used to think, you know, a massage luxury, but that was until um, I was in a really bad car accident when I was uh, 13 years old. And really, you could say that was like my biggest soul crushing moment ever. Uh, Ends up getting uh, scoliosis in my spine, which is a a curvature in my uh, mid-thoracic. Uh, it's definitely helped now that I've had massage, osteopath, uh, to extent chiropractors. But massage has always been that constant factor that's been around that's helped me, you know, relieve pain and bring back my range of motion and, you know, help me sleep at night, you know. How limited were you in, in after that accident? I was very limited. Um, mostly uh mentally uh just because it came with anxiety, post traumatic stress disorder, a lot of things. And uh my mother was the driver at the point and um she ended up getting uh short-term memory loss, uh brain injury, a lot of surgery throughout her whole entire body, and I ended up having to be her carer, being her being a single mother. So I was her full-time carer from 13 till I was 21, 20, 21. And that took a lot more out of me mentally than physically. But uh, on the physical side, I was limited as I needed to, at one point, carry one of those little mini chair back braces around at school, just so I could get, you know, my back to be aligned again. Boy, did I get a bit of tease for that. But... Were you drumming at that stage? Yes, I was. Um, I had been drumming for as long as I could remember, really. And You're not uh, a subtle drummer either. Like you you're a very, very active drummer. Yeah, all my main influences are just very uh hard on. I can't stand a a straight face, neutral spine. Oh, I'm just going to play a nice little beat here and <laughs> we'll see how we go. No, um, if I had to sum up my drumming play style, like, it would be a full body sport. Like, it's, mm. it's I'm in for war, but I'm here to have a good time while I'm doing it. So, I do get a lot of pain. <laughs> You're sort of
0: like, when, I, when I've watched you drum and, and um, Josh and I have worked together on the music video for The Verbal Kind. And that was an 18-hour punishing shoot that was <laughs> let's block that one out um let's come it back to that one. yeah it, it was fun but you know you do you have that sort of um dave Grohl, and i don't know if you know ash dude from voyager yes um,
1: yes i i met him at ProgFest. first yes
0: uh, uh have you seen just nothing to do with the podcast have you seen his design work no Ash, Dude caught, Design Extraordinaire. I watched, uh, I've watched. i watched him do some incredible stuff in Photoshop. Anyway. 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 So, getting... Okay, so you've just played... Okay, let's go before the show. You're an hour before going on stage. Yes. Y- you know your body is about to get a, a good, hard-earned thirst. And when you've got a good, hard-earned thirst, what do you do to warm up? How do you know? You know what's going to happen.
1: Oh, okay. So, uh, only really... No, Not recently, but we'll say the past few gigs, I look at David, David looks at me. He's got his nice little gym pants on, basically, I'd say, like basically mm. nice and stretchy. And we're like, all right, boy, it's stretch time. So we definitely get our hammies stretched. We, we, we try and do as much as we can, getting our pecs all stretched together, doing kind of like a duo dynamic kind of work. So you
0: don't do any sort of trigger point or anything like that prior to the
1: show? No, not prior to the show. I prefer not to because just in case if I'm gonna cause something that's gonna be a little bit more pain, I prefer a nice little light warm up, some very soft effleurage, which is just strokes throughout the body. What is that? What is that called? Effleurage. You know, you gotta spell it. Shouldn't use a word. Oh damn it! Oh, (laughs) I think it's E F F L R O. U-G-E? I'm going to Google it now just to see if you're close.
0: Rage. <laughs> this is a new segment in the show called Ken Josh Spell.
1: Can a drummer spell. No. Can a drummer
0: spell. E-F-F-L-E-U-R-A-G-E. Ah, there was an E. It's, it has rage on the end. You mad, bro?
1: Effleur- rage, bro.
0: Repeated circular stroking movement made with the palm of the hand.
1: Indeedy, sir that's uh uh, one of the main things (laughs) believe it or not yeah that was the main thing we learned in our certificate four it's just getting our basic strokes down
0: so is it like that am i Uh, demonstrating this correctly
1: yeah uh, a lot more with the coming up with like it's like a palm strike like what's up what's up so just (laughs) coming up and really using the whole entire palm you get a lot more of a, a broad surface area
0: okay okay cool so the 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 heel of your hand and pushing it along. So is that because because you don't want to be causing pinpoint damage or something like that?
1: Oh, uh, You can do it with your thumbs. I prefer to doing it with my thumbs at points. But, um, yeah. you know, some people can go straight with the three fingers. But mm-hmm. coming along, just doing those nice broad strokes. Okay. So you, you do that prior <laughs> to the show. What about during the set? During the set, I leave myself out to the wolves and I'm a horrible <laughs> person. I'm i I'm like, okay, focus on the next song. All right, don't show any weakness. I am absolutely buggered. All yeah. right, where's the water? There's the water. I'm happy. Did I break a drumstick? Oh, shit, I did. Where's the new drumstick?
0: <laughs> How much water do you think you, you would consume in a show?
1: Oh, it goes anywhere between one bottle to three bottles of water.
0: <laughs> yeah, just whenever yeah. you can.
1: I need hydration. Um, I'll, I'll sometimes go up with an alcoholic beverage, but I'll always need that water beside me.
0: I'm, I actually um, posted something on Reddit not long ago. Are you part of the prog metal um, Reddit thing
1: at all? I'm I'm sad to say that I'm not even a part of anything Reddit.
0: I'm in the Stone I gave Ages. You guys, re- I gave you guys a massive shout out on there the other day. I couldn't
1: help it. Oh boy, you, you got to send me the link and then I can uh, give it a squeeze and then finally join the Reddit. It's pretty good. The Reddit community is super positive. In fact, I think that goes for, for
0: pretty much anyone on Reddit that's not a neckbeard. They're just generally quite lovely. Yeah. Um, so I asked on there, if you could learn the fitness program of any prog musician, who would it be and why? And I'll, I'll, I'll um, come back into something pretty cool here, because um, someone posted this thing of Mike Mangini. Ooh. Uh, are you a fan I don't yes,
1: know yes I, I I like his uh drumming style um yep. as far as like prog drummers I'm like completely left wing and I'm like okay give give me some Deftones, tones give me some seven dust give me all these like really groove like oriented metal, yeah I'm, metal i I think I really am a new metal guy at heart uh with without you know shame I i, I How love baggy her.
0: are your pants right now
1: let's just say I've got some nice little uh little trackies on so we could say they they crack pants
0: (laughs) so this Mike man genie thing um he burned 544 calories in 60 minutes playing uh in detroit and the most intense song was metropolis part one so he's actually been boy gauging his his fitness as he's been playing so that's really good (laughs) he gets he gets off stage right and you're the band's personal massage therapist Can we, can I hear a a detailed rundown of how you would treat? I mean, this is something you want to get into as a career. I think you mentioned once, how would you treat that crazy man?
1: Jeez. All right. Let's first go into detail as much detail as you want. All right. All right. So I'm right there. Side stage. I'm right there, right beside his kit. Got a towel. I've got a towel already there. I've got a bottle of nice, not too cold water, but cold enough. You know, don't want to shock the system too much. Pardon me. Um, and then, basically, if he needs to have a cigarette for one, give him his cigarette. <laughs> look. <laughs> look. You, show Cigarettes, got it. You, you know, sometimes. Uh, shamelessly, I am a smoker myself too, so. Naughty. Naughty, indeed. Um, but, okay, so we'll bring him backstage. Sit him down for a bit. Let him relax. Get him some oxygen. Go outside if we can. From there, I just want to really get him onto the table if we can. Uh, basically I just want to get a nice start off with a nice relaxation massage, just basically get some more blood flow cranking to places which aren't, you know, getting blood flow as much. Uh, his glutes would be absolutely on fire, uh, from sitting down all that time. Uh, his hamstrings will be completely boogered a- along with his, uh, gastroc, uh, gastrocnemius muscles, which is, you know, your calf muscle. Uh,
0: nice, nice one. You taught me that one.
1: Yay. Hey, there you go. You're learning. You're doing very good, Adrian. Um, from there. Just really light strokes. I don't want to get too hard into him because he's just he's absolutely buggered and exhausted. So really just that nice maybe may actually maybe oh I know. It's it's hard to say, but it really is. Hydration, A is the key. Get, getting some oxygen, relaxation. But I would actually more worry about him the next day. And okay. be, being a, being a musician, you should know the next day can be horrible.
0: The bang over.
1: The bang over. The affectionate the bang over. Yes, which is also um, I think commonly in massage terms is called rye neck, uh, W R Y, which is just a lot of uh, you know overworked muscles. You might want to check that. I'm pretty sure it's called neck
0: That's cool. I didn't know that. Oh, yeah, you're right.
1: Yeah. So, there can be basically be uh, a lot of build-up and it's just absolutely painful, stiff. If you're driving, you can't exactly turn your head to reverse. You're basically having to do a full pivot in your hips.
0: <clears throat> what, what has happened to the muscle when you get Reineck? Could we call it a bang over again? I really love Dude, it.
1: Dude, I, I love the bang over. It's okay, just... Good. It's an overwork of muscle. You're basically from any movement that we do in our rock music is a lot of that, up, down, up, down. So it's lengthening, shortening the muscle, lengthening, shortening the muscle. All that is just the muscles going, what the hell am I doing? Am am I going to be extending? Am I going to be, you know, am I flexing? What am I doing here? So is it the volume, not
0: necessarily the intensity? It's like how many times you're doing it, not necessarily how hard you're doing it. I'm sure they're both a contributing
1: factor. Yeah, but both is a contributing factor for sure. Um, But, you know, the, the... I've experienced it way too much and it's, oh, it's like I can almost feel a bang over come on when I'm just laid in bed after a gig. I'm like, okay, yep, no, nope, here it comes.
0: So, you can't treat it any faster than someone who's not a massage therapist? You just have yeah. to wait it out.
1: I like to wait it out just a little bit. Um, basically, get into what I like to call, well, what is called myofascial release. All right, walk us through that. Uh, myofascial release. So, fascia. Fascia is the little white substance between the muscle and the skin uh, between the fat and everything and it's a lot of buildup so a um, best way of like you know seeing fascia in action well without looking inside you know how cats get that nice stretch as soon as they get up that bridgingness. That's just basically breaking up the fascia on the inside just to evenly distribute it up. Otherwise, it's going to be nice and clumped together, clumped up, clumped up, and you're just going to cause restriction. That's why you see people with a lot of up problems. So if we can spread it out, we can probably bring it back to normality or the, the, the technical term, homeostasis.
0: I do like that. So are you telling me that if I've got a knot, it's the fascia, not necessarily the sarcomeres?
1: Uh, it could be both. Uh, it's a lot of things where we have to go through a myofascial release to see if it's that. If not, we could be, definitely be the muscle fibers themselves. So we go in, do some deep okay. tissue, go in there, do maybe a bit of trigger point work and hopefully that will get rid of it or, you know, ease the pain a bit.
0: So myofascial release, that, that's something that can be done with these um, things you're talking about before, like the um, F, F Effleurage, Is yes. that that same technique? Is that doing all of that?
1: Uh, it, it's just a... A step beyond it So my fascial release is its own technique
0: Oh, okay
1: So yeah, but you know You're using your hands no matter what Uh, You can use your elbow, you can use your fists Your forearm, which is one of my favourite Oh, right up there Uh, But my forearm is probably my favourite tool to use Just really getting in Just uh, uh.
0: (laughs) For listeners, I'm currently forearming myself in the quads
1: yeah. Uh. Yep. It's it's not a pretty feeling. The quads definitely. I, I get painful quads straight after a gig at points, because uh, I sit so high. I don't sit really low compared to like a Dave Grohl, which will be basically two centimeters. His butt is basically on the ground. Mm. He's he's almost kneeing himself in the chin every time he hits a bass drum.
0: Is that the same as uh, <coughs> is it Taylor Hawkins or Tyler Hawkins? Uh, the drummer from
1: Foo Ah, uh, Taylor, Taylor Hawkins. He uh, yeah. he sits fairly low, but not as low as the Grohlmeister. <laughs> uh, so the
0: my, the myofascial release, that's going to take you how long to do? I mean, if you're treating yourself after the show, if we're going back to the Mike Mangini thing, how yeah. long are you going to
1: spend doing that? I'd like to maybe do fifteen minutes of myofascial release. It's a very painful technique, which is using very minimal, uh, lubrication. It's, uh... Going in dry. Yeah. So you can use Mm -hmm. the tiniest little bit so you can just glide over, but you're trying to get in between that. Yeah. That thin layer of skin, but you don't want to go into where the muscle is. You just want to get that fascia. So it's very slow, very hard and painful. Hmm. Yeah,
0: Are you, there areas that aren't suitable for myofascial release?
1: Sorry, what was that? Are there areas that aren't suitable? Uh, there's many uh, areas that you can't exactly do front of your neck. You can't do all the endangerment zones and stuff like that. Oh. Uh, fascia is everywhere. Um, the main places that I do suggest doing it is, you know, uh, your thoracic spine, your lumbar spine, uh, the glutes, uh, hamstrings, quads, basically your main core muscles. Um, uh, definitely the uh, trapezius muscle, which is definitely always going to be built up. So 15 minutes per muscle group. Oh, maybe all it's depending how long the person's got me. You don't want to over massage someone. you can pretty much put them in a lot of pain. It you know, you are bringing a lot of toxins to the surface. So that's why I say hydration is a big key. A big shower after will definitely help.
0: Mm. Or, so, I mean,
1: I'm a bit of a layman when it comes to this, but what is a toxin? A toxin? Jeez. Man, now I've got to really think. Uh, it's just... Mm. Damn. That's sort of one of those, like, global
0: terms that yeah. just everyone just says, and I think we take it a bit on face value.
1: I think you're right there. Uh, you know, I've I've done this study for, you know, quite a bit now, and it's just... A lot of it does get stuck in your head, and you're just getting these keywords, and you're like, okay, so it's obviously that, but you don't look into it as much. So if you I
0: just Google, then it goes, what is a toxic relationship? I'm sorry, Google.
1: Oh, damn, that's getting a little too harsh. A toxin.
0: It just says a poison of plant or animal origin, but I think it's probably a bit too general as I well. I guess
1: you could say body toxins. Oh,
0: I see, yeah. Whoa. Okay. Oh, how am I in? Small molecules, peptides or proteins that are capable of causing disease on contact with or absorption by body tissues interacting with biological macromolecules such as enzymes or cellular receptors. Thanks, Wikipedia. I don't really understand that still, but...
1: Let's leave that one out. I like like that idea. We don't want to scare everyone into thinking everyone's full of diseases and cancer and poison. Oh, they are, though. People... (sighs) People are poison. Come on. Oh, man, don't get into a toxic relationship again.
0: Oh, jeez. So, I mean, this is, I guess, just a lot of these questions because I'm curious. i I'm I'd be interested to know if people are already just on this, like, this little journey now of I need to research all this stuff because I, I can't be in pain all the time. Like, I'm sure a lot of us who have been playing gigs for a long time are starting to realise we are.
1: Especially when we're getting older, like, you know, you can imagine your first gigs or your cover gigs when you were younger, you could go absolutely apeshit and you would be absolutely fine the next day. You could do that all night. But, you know, getting into your 20s, you know, sounding like now this latest generation of, you know, us basically saying, okay, everything is causing pain. Everything hurts. I'm basically 50 years old on the inside now. But really, um, we're just having to work on our body mechanics. Our uh, Keeping a neutral spine is a big thing. Like, we're always in front of computers. We've always got right. this hunch going on. Neutral spine.
0: All right. Okay. All right. So, it's a shame that I probably won't end up uploading the video, although I, I probably could. But So, I, I'm having a problem with my L4 and L5 at the moment. Yes. Um, the guy I interviewed last night, Julian, from Jack the Stripper, has a bunch of methods that I think are... Pretty appropriate. They're they're about strengthening, yeah. Uh, uh, which I totally agree with.
1: For sure, but,
0: but it sucks because I don't actually know what a neutral spine actually is. I have no proprioception of this, so when I think I have a straight spine, I'm usually like I'm Mister Archie boy. Sometimes where I'm like, I think that's straighter. Is that straighter? Is that straight? How do you
1: know? Oh, it's 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 definitely hard. Um, getting a piece of string and hanging it from like a pretty much like a door. You could say like a nice central thing, and then basically stand, pretty much, get your back to the piece of string. Um, have a bit of weight on the end of the string, so you definitely can keep it straight.
0: What um, about a guitar lead? We all have those because this oh, is a musician-specific
1: podcast. Dude, dude, did not huh? even think about that. You, you huh? do forget. I am a drummer though, and I don't even know what that is at times. <laughs> <laughs> so it would just be noted. An, <laughs> it'd be an endless tape. a lot of gaffer tape or a lot of just like. <laughs> drumsticks stuck together coming down but um, with gaffer tape With gaffer tape, of course that's that's the musician's glue i like <laughs> to put but um basically having someone there reading your spine as you think is normal from there you can say all right i'm a, i'm a little bit hanging to the left here all right then so let me try and bring it up a little bit you may think it's not even neutral because your muscles are so used to being that sort of state for a long time you think that's normal and neutral, but it's not. So, a lot mm. of it is just trying to have that head straight forward, basically having a visualization of basically your head in line with your spine, trying not to bring your chest out. Just, yeah, it's it's hard. Everyone has a different neutral spine, in my opinion. Mm. You know, I'll, we have a lot of uh, kyphosis and lordosis, which, you know, curvatures of the spine going back and forward. Um. I, I do believe we w our generation's just screwed from being in front of computers and hunching all the time, always mm. looking down at our phones. Our traps are absolutely on fire. Um, and you look back to, say, maybe older generations that didn't have that, you know, they didn't start complaining of pain until really later on while we're destined to be screwed. So that sort of...
0: That's especially coming from a gig perspective. That imbalance that happens um, on stage, I take to I definitely take to the gym. I know I know it's I know it's with me, so I always have trouble. I think I'm even doing it now. But you know when you okay? So Mitch in your band, bass player. Yes. He plays a Warwick six string or five string. Uh six string. So he's got like the heavy big boy Warwick. He does. Does he have
1: some pretty significant
0: back issues?
1: Uh, His traps are absolutely rock solid. Just from Mm. having that strap right there, having to really hold that up. uh, I'm sure subconsciously he can just go all the way through it, but his upper back is completely rock solid. And I try to get, you know, to massage him, but he's a very busy boy and I can never really get to do so. But mm. oh, he's probably the one in the band that I want to work on the most. It would be uh, bass players
0: are, ch- are chaotic individuals. They play an instrument that no one hears or cares about. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's, 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 I have to say it. It's part oh. of my contract as a guitarist to say that. Oh, we but, signed. No one tells you this, but we have a secret organization that I'm now going to
1: get killed for. Oh. Where we have to we have to tease bass players. Okay, well, you know, being being a part of the uh, rhythm section, you know, that that's my fellow brethren. And I, <laughs> you know, we have to stick up for the little man, if, if, if so be.
0: <laughs> don't, don't go there with Mitch. Okay?
1: Oh, he no, he's, he's, he's a beautiful human being. He has a beautiful beard. He, you know. He does. He, that, that beard is quite glorious. And I'm pretty sure that outshadows a lot of things. I mean, like, come on. Have, have as... Anyone not listened to Victor Wooten before? Come on. Yeah, all right. all right,
0: all right. But imagine how screwed his traps must be.
1: Okay, you got a point here. But that boy can levitate. He's all good. He's, <laughs> so. He- do you reckon? Do you reckon that like
0: all bass players would have potentially the same problem?
1: I think so. Um, I, I guess it all comes down to the strap as well, like the weight of the bass and the strap. Um, my. Th- one of my favorite, well, not my favorite bass player, but uh, my favorite band is Seven Dust. And the bass player, Vinnie Hornsby, has his strap all the way low to basically, he's basically just touching his toes and just going bopping up and down. That's not good oh, well, for right. you. That's not good. Um, yeah, if you look up a picture of him, Vinnie Hornsby, look up. That's your... too much. Yeah. That's too low. Crazy, crazy amount. But I think he uses a four string Dean bass. And I'm I'm not too well educated on, you know, guitars or bass. Besides what I learned from like a rig rundown. <laughs> that, that's like my only thing I can... There's so many musicians around at places. I'm like, oh, okay, I can't find the drummer. Oh, shit. Oh, I have to talk to someone about something. Oh. Ah, uh, what amp you got there, buddy? <laughs> <laughs> this, this guy
0: uh, I'm looking at this picture, these pictures at the moment. Mm. That, that's awkward. That's, that's such a strange distribution. I mean, not quite Rob Trujillo, Metallica, mm. suicidal tendencies, sort of craziness, but because mm. I mean, he's like in that constant crouch position, hey?
1: Yeah he's, he's you know, yeah. He, he's got his butt out, he's, he's definitely working his hammies and his quads, just always going around doing that crawl.
0: Can you see this? Like, can you see on a regular person on stage? Can you see straight away what's
1: wrong with them? Oh, okay. I have a basic idea. I can look at him and go, oh, crap. Yeah, he's going to hurt tomorrow. Oh, shit. No, he's... (laughs) stone. Stop stop it. Stop it, please. Um, One of the things we were taught in our massage class is like, you're basically given these little bit of glasses that you put on and you're going to walk around the mall... Anywhere, and you're going to see all these people's, you know, posture, their range of motion, and you're you're not going to be helped to judge that. <laughs> so there's points where I'll just look up and go, oh no, no, oh no, oh. it's 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 horrible at points, and it's just like it's just given me a new eyesight of what the hell's going on. I mean, speaking of me, I'm not exactly having the right posture at the moment, and I'm the one talking about posture. I've got the biggest hunch where I should be like this, but. Yet again, I'm cross-legged on the floor, and I'm not exactly in the best seating position.
0: You are the mechanics car right now.
1: I am the mechanics car going out.
0: <laughs> so, I mean, th- this is this is fascinating because I know that from my experience as a video editor, I see movies differently. As a video editor for music videos, I see musicians differently now as well because I see I see repeated body movement in fifty frames per second all day, every day, more <laughs> or less. So I'm watching. I'm watching you guys, us guys, do this insane form of ritual torture.
1: Mm, yes, it, it it happens all the time. Like, I know. Out of all the bands that you've probably done a music video for, who yeah. do you find is probably the most energetic, hands on, but you know they're definitely going to be in pain.
0: Okay, so I've got, I've got two stories about this. I, I I think I would maybe change my mind about the second band, uh, but I worked with Opus of a Machine. Um, yep. So Zach, the guitarist in that band, is the guy that I replaced in Caligula's Horse. So uh, it was awesome to work with him anyway and very nostalgic. And they the their performance aspect of this video was so full on. And we broke the song into two parts, so they had to go pretty hard for both sections. It's not the heaviest song ever, but it's still really momentous. And... We were shooting in the round, you know, we were, we were shooting from every every elliptical part of the room that we could find. And so they're just rocking out and complimenting each other's movements. And, you nice. know, one guy will go back and the other one will go forward. And it has this like awesome sort of mesmerizing look to it. But that means everyone has to be on 10 the whole time. And mm. I got a message the next day from the guys. Um, his, the bass player, daily just goes, <laughs> it's a pretty good one. He's like, I'm so sore that I asked Zach to take a piss for me.
1: Oh, yeah yeah
0: can't even get out of bed. so that they definitely they went super hard with no treatment as well um although Mitch the singer slash guitarist is pretty knowledgeable when it comes to fitness um so he was able to I think remedy quite a lot of it yeah um the the most intense band by far that I've worked with with absolutely no exceptions is Jack the stripper. I interviewed yes. uh, interviewed Julian last night and um I mean, I don't know if I have to fake
1: when that was. Uh, that that I've album in him. general, Raw Nerve, is just like...
0: Oh, Raw Nerve, yeah. Amazing. Yeah, he produced that as well. Wow, okay. Mm. Jeez. And Julian's a professional powerlifter. Oh, I mean, he's a competing powerlifter. I don't know if he's professional, but he's huge. He's massive, man. And and also the um, drummer from that band trains him. Ooh. So Sorry, used to. I need to get my facts right now that I know them. Um, He used to train him and he also trains with him now as well. But those guys divided a three-minute long song into, I think it ended up being 10 sections. They went pretty much shirtless and fully painted black just for scare value. Did you see the music video for that
1: one? one the. I think that was the music video that I watched just before we uh, did the clip with you. And that was like the reference point. And I was just like, this is going to be
0: sick. Oh man, those guys just, they hurt for a living. They—they they The, the tax on their body from wh- however they've done, whatever they do is, is phenomenal. And to treat them from your perspective, I think would be a treat because you would have so much to work through because they're pretty muscular dudes. Yeah. I'm sure that's sort of fun. Like if you're working on a frail old granny and you're like, oh, sorry, I'm sorry. I think I can feel your lungs.
1: Yes, there, there is a lot of empathy. Yeah. Um, I know. Whenever I go past, like, with, with my kind of opening stages of a massage and feeling out, I'm like, oh, I can tell I'm going to have fun here. Oh, that that's tight as heck. It's a challenge. Um, to a, to a point, I would laugh during it. It's, you know, depending on the person, if I know them quite well and they'll have a conversation, I'll be like, oh, that is quite tight. That is crunchy. We're going to have fun here. To someone who I won't know, it's absolutely uh, keep the profession keep it all on the inside, keep that excitement there and just be like, all right, you can have fun here. You got this shit.
0: <laughs> so, I, okay. On that, on that, I think we can, we can, um, divert to a pretty important sort of final point, And that's got, I think it's important to discuss what, where you want to go with your business model. Um, you can elaborate on it more, but basically, uh, what you want to do is be like a touring massage therapist for bands. Right.
1: Yeah, that's definitely uh, one of the aspects of it. Definitely.
0: All right. Can you can you as a as a final treat to the listeners? Can you can you sell us on what this would be? I mean, for anyone in bands listening, this is actually a cool service, and we've, it's something we've talked about before um, in, in Seahorse. The idea of regular massages because it is important. We don't even go that hard because they are too busy having a wank. <laughs> and what, what, what is this business? Tell me about it.
1: All right. So I'm currently in the stages of creating my uh, massage therapist business, which is at, at this point going to be called rock and roll massage therapy. Very simple, you know, but keeping it to that music kind of point. Uh, of course, being a musician, seeing musicians, uh, you know, playing in many bands and, you know, knowing the pain, I just went, bang. Who else needs a massage more than a bloody musician? Um, And, you know, when it comes to touring, I've seen bands that are absolutely, you know, burnt out by their second date, third date, and they don't know what the hell they're doing. So having someone at a, either touring with them or at that venue with them when they come through to A, uh, really... Take them through some stretches, some warm ups, massage them, uh, take them through a cool down. Uh, really, just basically be their body assistant throughout the whole entire day and make them feel relaxed. Um, and being mobile—that's a big thing. A lot of people are set up in just one place, and they say, "You come to me." Well, the other way is, "I will come to you," and that's going to take a big, big part out of, you know trying to find the therapist place. Oh shit. Okay. We're going to get back to the venue at like two hours. What are we going to do here? So having a place where they can relax a green room, the venue itself while, uh, you know, setting up, they, you know, basically gets a massage straight after sound check. I want to take them through a nice relaxation, everything. Um, that's pretty much basically it. They have me for the whole entire day. Uh, and I'm there throughout the whole entire night. I'm, here to look after them
0: We should um We should chuck a promo code In the um, show notes For this episode If you've made it this far
1: If, if you have Yes Yep uh, We should, we should we'll Put some links out. to it We'll work something out For that for sure mm. I'm, I'm definitely down for it uh, And definitely It's not going to be A price On per person It's just going to be A package deal mm. You know So it will work out Cheaper For a band And, you know, um, Brisbane is going to be the main place that I will be going out of unless you take my band on tour and I ring the massage table. See? And that's uh, (laughs) He Dance Ivy. Yo, check us out. (laughs) Another shameless self-promotion that I will always do. (laughs) Ah, man, thank you so much for your time, Josh. No, thank you very much, Adrian.
0: Well, thank both of us, damn it. God damn it. Everyone should be cheering for us right now because it's
1: what we've appropriated our successes to. You've popped my podcast cherry bomb and I love it. Oh, awesome. If
0: uh, if you guys want to contact Josh, go to the show notes, check out what we've got in store for you, and I'm sure we will chat again, and I think we should do a video of some of these stretches and massages for musicians that we can do to ourselves.
1: I like this idea. I- I'm down for that, and I'm all for keeping it steezy, boys. Keeping it steezy.
0: Thanks again to Josh for doing that podcast at literally the last minute that we could have. I had an absolute blast doing that one and I would love to follow it up with some videos. So if you guys have any recommendations, suggestions or comments, please feel free to send them to themajorliftpodcast at gmail.com. That's how you know it's official.